0: Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life two inches off the ground. This is season two, episode 33, Is Not Processing Trauma Hindering Your Success? We are gonna delve into something today that is unprecedented to me. I've never heard of it. And when I had this gem dropped on me last week, I was like, holy crap, that just explained most of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So that is a good thing. And I'm passing that on to you today. I just want to give you an activation warning because I will be mentioning childhood sexual abuse. If this topic activates anyone in any way, please stop listening to this episode. Come back later. Also, if you do listen to this episode and you are activated, then please contact a mental health professional. And I'm going to be talking about someone today who is a mental health professional who specializes in processing trauma and abuse with adults. So you will have all her information by the end of the episode. I had a big week last week. It was actually a really good week because I accomplished a goal of mine that I set a year ago. And that goal was to have an episode where I talk about my experience with childhood sexual abuse along with a mental health professional. And I was able to do that on the podcast Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey. Episode 13, Healing Trauma with Allison Chowla, Childhood Sexual Abuse Conversation. And I will put that in the show notes. I am very proud of that episode, which I know is egotistical to say, but I am. <laughs> because I've realized that I have had two experiences in this lifetime that involve stigma. The first one is IBD, so inflammatory bowel disease. No one wants to talk about inflammatory bowel disease, especially the graphic details. So that's what I do on Ulcerative Colitis, the podcast. Now for childhood sexual abuse, obviously no one really wants to talk about that. But what happens is when we don't talk about it, then people like me cannot come forward and get help. That's the problem. And then as a collective, we stay unhealed and we stay at this lower vibration. So by coming forward and discussing childhood sexual abuse, discussing my experiences, hopefully that can help at least one person to come forward, get help, and live a much healthier and happier life. At the end of the week, I was then on Allison's talk show called Talk to Allison." It's a radio show right here locally, and the episodes air also as a podcast called Talk to Allison, available everywhere. I will put the link in the show notes of our episode. In that episode, I was talking about, again, childhood sexual abuse experiences on her radio show. So it was, it was a heavy week. It was a good week. I feel like I accomplished a lot. And then at the end of the recording with Allison on her radio show... She just drops this incredible gem that's unprecedented to me. I never heard it before, and that's why I wanted to pass it on to you. It's a psychological concept about abuse and trauma that just blew my mind, All right, so let's delve into this because this one is a little bit tough for me to articulate to the point that this is actually my second recording because I wasn't happy with my first recording and how I articulated it. I felt like I was like just stopping and going. But this time, man, I did my, um, what do you call that thing? I did my tuning fork, (laughs) which the dogs hate, but I did my tuning fork and I did my, I have this like nasal spray thing that's for the heart. So I feel like my energy has been cleared out. So I'm ready to talk right now and I'm in a better place. So <laughs> hopefully this recording will go much better. All right. So on the episode, Talk to Allison last week, this is what Allison Chowla, who is a psychotherapist said, for many people, success represents the end psychologically. For people who have been abused or who have experienced loss early, if they haven't processed trauma, success represents either the abuse returning or death occurring. You work so hard and there's something that feels very final to success. Like, okay, finally I become what I think I should become. But then what's on the other side of that? It feels like an ego death or a physical death. Or the possible return of something threatening because you constantly need something to work towards or even fail at. So you're not facing the agony of the abuse. It's very complicated. When she said that, a light went on because when I went onto her show and on my show, I wanted to include the idea of from what I've observed about myself and what I've heard from other people is childhood sexual abuse survivors, a lot of us cannot accomplish success in one part of our lives, even though we have all of the tools for success. For example, for me, I'm talking about career. So I have the advanced degree. I went to all the right schools, the whole nine, but still I had felt up until a certain point, I was not achieving career success the way I had wanted to. And I could never figure it out, you guys. This is the thing that would kill me, is I went to two traditional therapists to talk it out. They were great. We never talked about the abuse because I didn't even realize what was going on at that point. They could not figure it out. I've read books, spent all the energy healers, done all the things, still could not figure it out. Up until this point... I had no logic or reasoning behind why this part of my life I couldn't accomplish the way I wanted to accomplish. It was just a big mystery to me. But I always knew in my heart that it was more than just, oh, you know, maybe you're just not. What did someone say to me once? I had an ex say something kind of insulting to me. Oh, what, what did he say? Oh, I'm not resilient. <laughs> well, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse and I'm a pretty functioning person. So I am pretty resilient. So I would actually disagree with him on that one. But he was saying, oh, maybe you're not resilient enough. Maybe you just, you know, don't bounce back. You don't rebound the way you're supposed to. And none of that ever felt right to me. You know, I know I was smart enough. I know I had the experiences. I know, again, I had the schooling and things just never clicked for me career-wise until recently. So when Allison dropped this incredible gem, it finally made sense because I kept choosing careers where I had no voice. When you are abused as a child and you're told to keep it as a secret, you have no voice. There's no voice. I didn't have a voice until I told that trauma energy healer in a session that I was abused at 43 years old. And for those of you that don't know anything about childhood sexual abuse, when you are finally able to tell a responsible adult and many times decades later, it's a huge part of your healing and your therapy and it's a huge weight lifted off your chest. It is a great thing. It is a good thing. It was my turning point. Now, I thought the reason that I kept choosing careers with no voice or my voice being stifled was because of past lives. I had a lot of past lives where I was voiceless. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. That energy carries over. But now I realize not only was the past life energy, but it was being abused as a child and not being able to divulge that secret. That is the reason why the success never came to me the way I thought it should. And I know success means different things for different people. In this example, I'm talking about career. For someone else, it could be relationship or children or personal life or overcoming some type of trauma, whatever it is for you. But for me, I saw this play out in career. And when Allison said that, I saw it play out in a textbook type of way because the careers I chose Not only were voiceless, but either they had drama built into them or I would take a small incident during a day and make it out to be dramatic. Why? Because then I would have that distraction. So I didn't have to focus on the trauma. So if you're focusing on everything else, right? You're in a relationship where you're not happy, you're in a job where you're not happy, All you're focusing on is the present. You don't have to then delve into your psyche or you're not even able to delve into your psyche and process what happened to you in the past. And that's exactly what I did. It makes sense that survivors of abuse, oh, here we go. They work towards or they need something to work towards or even fail at. So they're not facing the agony of the abuse. Absolutely. It's distractions right? If I can distract myself in every which way, then I don't have to process the childhood sexual abuse. When I turned 40, things really changed for me. So I started to open myself up a lot more metaphysically. My vibration raised. I started to align myself with incredibly wonderful souls like yourselves. i married, a partner who is easy to talk to and supportive and overall a wonderful human being. So when you have this happen and you know, you're in a stable home, you're living in a very nice area and things are good with your family and things are good with your friends and things are good at work, then you don't have distractions and I can start to process what happened to me. And that's exactly what happened, is at 40, I opened that gateway, I gave myself stability, opened the gateway to processing what happened to me, and I was able to finally do that. So having Allison say this and knowing that it's something that happens subconsciously that is known in the psychological community that she sees with her patients, that made me so happy. We were in the radio show and there's a time limit, so I couldn't really talk about it because when she said it, I was like, oh my God, that is incredible. And I said it was incredible, but I didn't have time to just really talk to her about it. But now that I've processed it for the past few days, it really makes sense to me. I also like the idea of when she said... There's something very final to success. When you come to that end, well, what's on the other side? And on the other side, it could be the possible return of something threatening. That was interesting to me as well, because that makes sense. As a survivor of abuse, we are always trying to grab onto safety, and I've talked about this many times during this podcast, right? I'm trying to grab onto sugar is safety and chocolate is safety, having certain episodes and making sure they're perfect is safety and blah blah blah. This is all me grabbing on to safety. When you come to the end of something and you don't know what's going to happen in the future, that makes sense that there's a fear there subconsciously. Remember Survivors of abuse are not doing any of this consciously. This is done subconsciously. And that is important for you to understand if you are not a survivor of severe trauma is we are doing things subconsciously. So when you come to the end, it makes sense. There's a fear of, oh my God, what's going to happen next? This isn't safe. This is scary. So I realized that I was avoiding that end as much as I could. And I have to say that I grew up in a household where I had two high-achieving parents, especially uh, coming from their background. They had no money. They weren't raised with anything. And what they achieved was amazing and not just about money. You know, I hate, I feel like sometimes I come on here and talk about that way too much. But not just about money. But about, you know, that they had a stable place to live and a nice place to live and they had a nice family and the whole thing. So they've achieved a lot. I had a sibling who achieved career-wise at a very early age, very early age and has always been successful career-wise. So I had these examples. You know, I had the examples of hard work ethic. I had a hard work ethic. So you have to realize how frustrating it was to me when I just couldn't figure this out. But yet I knew it was something, but I didn't know what that something was. And that finally got answered three days ago. (laughs) Thank you, Allison. That was beyond enlightening. I have a friend who has experienced a lot of trauma in her life as a child and throughout as an adult. And I see her coming out on the other side and it's really beautiful to watch. And she's a really beautiful soul and expresses herself that way in her career. And she has expressed to me that she has not made the money she's wanted to make thus far. But I see that that's just a temporary thing. I think this is just a snapshot in her life. And I, I know I'm going to talk to her a year or two years later and she's going to be On her way and set and really, you know, fine financially. I just know it. I feel it because I feel her vibration has changed. And I can see that she and I have taken a similar path because she was so immersed in trauma and focusing on surviving. I should say that too. As survivors of any type of abuse, we are focusing on surviving most of the time. We are focusing on not having a breakdown. I had to be taken out of class in the 5th grade because I did have the equivalent of a complete nervous breakdown. <laughs> so, you know, we're just trying to survive most of the time. And another comment I wanted to make is a lot of people who have never faced severe trauma, they don't understand why someone with trauma severe like mine, why we keep going back to the same situation. You'll see that that frustrates people. And I understand because they just don't know. Psychologically and subconsciously, what happens is we choose the same relationship or the same experience or the same situation because that's what's familiar to us. We don't realize we're doing it. And we have to be able to process And break the cycle, which sounds like it's easy, but trust me, you guys, it's not easy. It is not easy at all, especially when you've been told from a young age to keep the secret, especially when your inner child or that child in you has been told, listen, if you tell this secret, something bad's going to happen to you. Something bad's going to happen to your family. You're going to get in trouble. Now, as an adult, I'm saying this out loud. I understand how inane, that may sound to some people, but it's all subconscious. So definitely, I try to have empathy towards someone that I see who chooses, you know, let's say abusive relationship after abusive relationship. I now know because of my journey, they have not processed what they need to process yet. And that's their path. That's not for me to interrupt. That is something they need to realize. So back to this friend, this friend and I went through a similar path career-wise where we were both so focused on the trauma or traumas that we had endured that we were distracted and there was no room. But now that we're both processing all of this trauma, we're able to move on to the other side and now that I'm coming out on the other side, what I find comforting is all the resources I have around me. And that I'm not alone. I'm not alone in all this. But I love having the resources around me of having healers and, you know, reiki people, and energy healers, and belief coding. And I did cogno movement the other night. I don't know if anyone's heard of it, but I did that. So, <laughs> you know, all of these things, massage. Uh, I have three therapists that I could call if I needed to call. I have a trauma energy healer that if I could call, I needed to call. And I realized that I will always be healing from this. This person, this abuser took a part of me. I can never get back. And that's just how it is. That is the life I have been given. And because I've been given this life, I realized that I need to help heal others because they've gone through the same thing that I've gone through. My question to you today is, is not processing trauma hindering your success? Is there an area of your life where you know you are well equipped? <laughs> you know that you could easily be successful in. you have seen others be extremely successful in it and you know in your heart you can be successful but you just can't figure it out. You can't put your finger on it. You may have to think about it. Maybe there's something that you need to process where you need to go and talk to someone. Until next time, live your life two inches off the ground.